1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 290. Sketch 34. The Museum. This works out as a four-hander, which is helpful, as there's four of us present. Daniel wrote this originally, so I'm going to make Dan play the part of man. I'm going to make woman play the part of Laura, or perhaps vice versa. <laughs> and I will be receptionist, and then Turves, you can do the multiple stage directions. Right, let's give it a go. A rather amateur-looking museum. V and museum are written in elaborate but far from perfect calligraphy on a big blackboard at the back, beside the door into the innards of the museum. Between the words the and museum, it is clear many mistakes slash corrections have been made, but now the area of blackboard stands empty with just the white smudges of erased lettering. A receptionist sits behind a desk, facing the blackboard. A man enters. Hello, sir. Welcome to the museum. She gestures to the blackboard. How can I help you? By responding promptly to my forthcoming request, dear girl, by responding with alacrity. I will do my best, sir. What would that request be? It would be what I wish it to be. That's the idea, sir. I require none of your modern encouragement, little one. Would you simply send forth your foremost expert to give me a tour of the museum, please? The museum? Quite so. Certainly, sir. She rings a bell on her desk. A woman enters through the door from the museum. The man does not notice. And what sort of expert would you like today? Why, you appear to be slug-witted. An expert in mines is what I require. This is, after all, a mining museum, is it not? Of course it is, sir. Of course it is. The woman stands on a chair and writes the word mining in front of museum in quicker and more rubbish calligraphy. I have a yearn to learn about mines. Please inform me with the use of this museum of yours. Ah, you want to mine my wisdom, if you like. I don't like. Not at all. Welcome to our mining museum. There is some piffuffle through the door. This is what we like to call our little minotaur. Well, I don't like that either. Can I go in? Of course. Um, Fiverr. The man pays them and goes through the door into a room. It is almost pitch black. A woman emerges from the shadows. So, you're here to learn about spines. Mines! I meant mines. Shall I immerse you in our interactive mine museum? Well. Ta-da! I can't see anything. No, indeed not. Like in an authentic mine. The lack of illumination is deliberate. Of course. It is our modern 21st century museum experience. Why tell you about mines when we can tell you about mines, but in a different way? (laughs) Here you experience the miner's life. Are you trying to tell me that 
Oh, something just ran over my foot. A rat. I think it was a rat. Authentic. So now I'm cold, effectively blind and possibly infected. Is that all your museum can teach me? No, of course not. There's the... coal. Where? Well, you've got to find it, haven't you? You don't think miners just walked into the mine and picked up tons of coal, ready bagged. They had to search for it and fight for it with their very beans. <laughs> Must I? It's that or stand here in dark. Uh, I found something. What is it? I think it might be a crisp bag. Excellent. Perhaps what you've just mined is worth something. I sorely doubt it. So, now you've learnt that it's hard to make a living from mining, knowledge upon knowledge, I suggest you confirm whether your mined product is viable fuel. She puts a lighter up to the crisp bag. <coughs> the man chokes on the fumes. And with that realistic depiction of the black lung, our infra-experiential 6D mining factathon concludes. She turns on the light. They are in a small warehouse space, which is empty except for a few scraps of rubbish. Madam, this museum is amazing. I learnt. I felt something. Mostly cold, but I, I still felt something in my tired, selfish little life. I shall give up my world of high finance and business and devote it to helping wild toads and endangered orphans. Thank you so much. All part of the service. And do you run any other wonderful museums? Well, there's one at my house. The complete... Uh, car washing museum. 20 quid. I love you. Goodness uh, me. That's an early little oddity. Why, why don't you tell us about it, Dan, as you wrote Fucking it? Fucking hell. I do remember writing it. I remember I quite liked the idea of essentially someone improvising a museum. Mm. Yes, that is funny. That was the idea behind the sketch. Someone improvises a museum according to what people wanted when they came in. The ending, I don't remember at all. <laughs> like, basically everything from, and with that realistic depiction of the black lung, I have no memory of that section of the sketch at all. Well, well it, it is B, so it's probably, probably not you. Write it, yeah. I probably didn't write that bit. It may have I, been me. Yeah, I... I seem to remember in the original version they had to do two or three different types of museum or something. Uh, yes, right. that does actually sound familiar. Well, but yeah, it's a nice little concept. Are. The second half's really good. I think the reception is redundant unless you want them to shout mines through the door. All the weird yeah. bit about my character doing puns and your character doing, hello, I'm Stephen Fry, uh, was <laughs> kind of unnecessary. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. It's kind of a nice idea. I think it's quite a badly written sketch, but it was probably about yeah. the third or fourth I'd ever written. It's early doors, certainly. Bad. No, no, the core well, concept's still yeah. pretty decent. I, yeah. I, I did all the good bits. Don't forget that, Dan. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you did, Rick. Slipping that in, slipping that in. But yes, I mean, this is going to be very, very old. You wrote the first draft, the 20th of April, 2012. Almost so. a decade ago. Blimey. It might be a decade by the time you hear this. It might listener. be. Why don't you put it on the 10-year... <laughs> I don't think I've got enough material and you've sat on your mute button. You've buttzillaged yourself again. I haven't. You haven't now. No. no you, you have now. It again. Yeah. You're not talking, so we're yeah, not It's very hard to tell when you don't talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's stop. Yes. Yeah, there you are. 
No, you got really a loose connection. Weird. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. I hadn't but Zilla. Well, oh, you're gone again. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just shitting with no, me? We're no, we're not no, no, shitting you. Just... <laughs> Although, now you've said that, you definitely <laughs> will next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just kept dropping out. Maybe, I mean, the thing is, you didn't buzzer it this time, but maybe the last five times you did buzzer it has finally <laughs> broken the, the connection. No, you're gone. You genuinely have. It's not a joke. Honestly, honestly, you no, have honestly gone. Honestly, have. And again, you're not saying anything, so we can't no. tell. Well, should we stop the recording on this one yes. anyway? We yes. don't need to have this any longer, do we? No. Although, maybe we could just put this out. 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Laura Taylor, Dan Mitchell, Alistair Turvitt and Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.